the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through the book of Acts, and I'll be reading Acts chapter 4, verses 1-22 through 22, out of the New Living Translation. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priests, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of believers now told about 5,000 men, not counting women and children. The next day the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas the high priest was there, along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and the other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, by whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the only one is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scriptures. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What should we do with these men, they asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows it. But to keep them from spreading their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in and commanded them never to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. The other day in youth group, we watched the original God's Not Dead movie. Now, yes, uh, it's a pretty cheesy Christian movie, but it does have a lot of really good things. In it, there's a, a young man who stands up for his faith, and stands up for what he believes is right, and stands up for God. You see, Peter and John did the exact same thing. They could have healed this person. They could have said, you know what? Yeah, yeah, whatever, and gone about their business and done whatever they wanted to. But they stood up for Jesus. They stood up because they knew what was right. What happened to them? Really nothing. There's just a lot of threatening. There's just a lot of uh, much ado about nothing, really. You see, that wouldn't be the case in years to come. But this was one of the first of many tests for them as new Christians, as new leaders of the church. You see, everyone was looking to them. And if they faltered and if they waned in their belief in Jesus and didn't stand up for him then, well, who would stand up for him later? Like I said, this was the first of many tests. They'd be imprisoned, flogged, jailed, 
some of the apostles put to death for what they believed. You see, I don't know what God's asking you to do today, but he's always asking us to stand up for him. He says in the scriptures, those who stand before men and acknowledge me, I will stand before my father and acknowledge them. So you see, it's important for us to live out our faith every day. In this case, there is no consequence for them. But in the future, as we go through the book of Acts, you'll find more and more consequences for the disciples. And they'll get tougher and tougher as they stand up for what they believe in and as they stand up for Jesus. So how is God asking you to stand up for him today? Is it defending him in front of a group of friends? Or is it just merely saying, you know what, I'm a Christian or I went to Bible study last night. How is God asking you to stand up for him today? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, continue to give us opportunities to stand up for you. And God, continue to give us the boldness that we need to tell others about who you are and what you've done in our lives. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember, you are a loved child of God. And how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.